Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I am back. Um, it is currently uh, midnight, um, Wednesday uh, night uh, or Tuesday night, uh, Wednesday morning. Um, it, it officially hit my night and I got to get an episode out, guys. Um, I was going to get an episode out uh, during the weekend, but that didn't happen. So um, here we are. Here we are, man. Um, I'm going to talk about uh, Championship Weekend, um, which is already almost two weeks ago. I'm going to talk about the Pro Bowl. The Grammys happened a couple nights ago. Um, the All-Star Games, uh, the all the, the whole roster has been revealed. Um, and a couple other headlines, a couple albums to review as well. So ready to get straight to it, guys. And let's get straight to it, guys. Let's just go straight to it um, with, obviously, uh, got some good shit here, man. We got some shit to talk about. Um, let's go start off with, uh, I guess, the NBA. You know, yeah, I mean, let's, let's look at the NBA. You know what I mean? I look at the standings right now. Um, so these were the games for uh, to or yesterday, yesterday, because it's again midnight. Um, as you can see here, the Pacers beat the Rockets. Uh huh. Knicks beat the Grizzlies. Mavericks beat the Nets. I was watching this game, and I was watching most of this game. And the Suns are going to take the victory here against the Bucks. Jazz beat the Thunder. Wow, okay. The Bulls beat the Timberwolves. The Magic get destroyed by the Heat. Okay, let's go. Um, so here are the current standings. In the Eastern Conference, not really has much has changed, but the Cavaliers now are in second place in the Eastern Conference. And Milwaukee was second place. Now they're down to third. The Knicks are in fourth right now. They were on a nine-game winning streak, but they lost, I believe, uh, to the to the Lakers a couple nights ago. Um, it was Saturday. Um, that they lost the, to the to the Lakers, and well, they broke their nine game winning streak from there. But they're still doing really good right now. The Knicks looking really good. The Sixers uh, without Joel Embiid have not looked good, as that's not really much of a surprise. Let me just make sure we're recording, okay? Um, yeah, not much of a surprise that the Sixers have not looked amazing without Joel Embiid. Um, Maxi has been good for us, but. We're going to need more than that um, because we've just kind of been up and down there. Pacers still looking good. The Heat, you know, they were on a slumpy. They were on, we were on like a six-game losing streak, I believe. So we're kind of picking up the pace a little bit now, but we still got to – we're still here with the Orlando Magic fighting the Bulls in ninth. Hawks slightly getting better, but they have no fucking defense. Um, the Nets, Raptors, Hornets, Wizards, yeah, the Pistons, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about them because – they're, they're far. They're far. They're so far gone. The Clippers right now are officially now the best team in the Western Conference. They are now number one. It was Oklahoma City Thunder a couple of days ago. Then it was Minnesota. And now L.A. Uh, the Clippers are now right now on a four-game winning streak, 34-15. They're looking really good, man. I'm really liking this Clippers team, man. This Clippers team is looking nice. I, I want that translation in the playoffs. I hope this uh, the Clippers team can make it far in the postseason. Um, we get to May, and hey, we'll see if we see them in June. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, Thunder, um, of course, tied with the Timberwolves again, second and third place. The Nuggets, same there. I mean, the Nuggets, you know, the Nuggets, they're the, reign, the, they're the reigning defending champions. Um, no one's uh, touching them right now. Um, the Kings right now looking good. The Suns looking really good. The Pelicans have been a lot better as of recently. The Mavericks have been, have been playing a lot better. The Lakers have been a lot better these past couple, this past week, they were slumping and they're still a pretty mediocre team. Um, they had a big win against Boston. Um, just like, I think last week, 
um, in Boston without LeBron and AD and, and uh, Austin Reeves had like 30 some points and he went crazy, got a big win there. They beat the Knicks who were scorching hot in Madison Square Garden. That was with AD and with LeBron, but they've been getting some good wins. Um, so as you can see here, yeah, they beat the Clippers. I mean, uh, excuse me, they beat the Lakers in Boston. They beat the Celtics in Boston, guys. Uh, clearly, I'm not, I'm not functioning properly right now. They beat the Celtics in Boston. They beat the Knicks in New York, and then they beat the Hornets in Charlotte. And then tomorrow they got a game against the Nuggets at home. Then they go and play against the Pe Pelicans, and then everybody can just rest their starters for this one because there's no need to play LeBron or AD in this one because the Pistons are gonna get butt rammed. Um, but yeah, Lakers slightly uh, getting improving a little bit, but they got to make some trades in the trade deadline. I believe it's going to be, is it like tomorrow or is it Friday? I believe it's either tomorrow or Friday. Um, again, this is it's it's Wednesday now, guys. It's not Tuesday anymore. So yeah, I believe it's tomorrow or Friday, the trade deadline. So it's coming up very, very soon. Um, the Jazz, they're, you know, st standing on business. They're just around there, you know, st staying in. For um, they have a quite they quite a couple game advantage. I mean, they have a one and a half game advantage um, lead against the Warriors. It's looking rough for the Warriors, man. Steph Curry. I don't know if he could do this uh, carry job once again, man. I, I really don't know if he could do this, dude. It, it feels like nobody. Kaminga has had some good games. Wiggins. Just uh, not really doing much. Clay Thompson, man, I hate to say, man, he just hasn't been the same. He's not been the same. He's Clay Thompson's not that. At this point, do we even call him a splash brother anymore? It's just kind of disrespectful at this point. It's not looking good for the for the Warriors right now. Steph Curry's just been, yeah, he's been after carrying this team all season long so far. The Rockets, not that great, but you know they have some good players. They're a young team. They'll get there at some point. Same with the Grizzlies. Without John Morant, they have not looked amazing. Um, again, they have good players, you know, that can have good games at and at, at any given point, but not playoff, you know, worthy at the moment. Same with the Blazers, same with the Spurs. So that is that with the NBA current standings. Um, so Wednesday's games, we got a couple. We got the Spurs Heat. We got Warriors Sixers. I believe this is going to be on ESPN. Um, this one's going to be fire. Um, and and then what was the Clippers game again? Who against who? The Pelicans. Um, so yeah, we got some pretty interesting games for today. Um, now. Let's check college basketball. Um, so there's a couple games going on right now. Um, so these were the games that happened on Tuesday. So, uh, whoa, UNC lost to Clemson. Oh, shit. That's an upset. 80 to 76. Damn, at the Chapel Hill. Damn. Third best team in the country, North Carolina. They 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 lose to Clemson. Um, in North Carolina at home, damn, I didn't, I missed, I missed, did not see that game. Shit. Um, so they're going to be like maybe four or five in the rankings starting next week. They're going to lower it down slightly um, right there. Houston got a big win because they lost to Kansas, I believe, the the, the, the game prior. Um, South Carolina, you know, right now in the 15th, Dayton in the 18th spot. Texas, they uh, lose to Iowa State. New Mexico hovering around here. Kentucky wins huge against Vanderbilt. UConn is still the best team in college basketball right now with the best record. I mean, what the fuck? You got to beat the champs. No one is. No one is. is no one is taking down UConn at the moment. Um, Nevada just defeated Utah State in an upset right here, and then um, San Diego State is taking care of business against Air Force. And then today's game we got 
the Iron Bowl of basketball. We got Alabama, Auburn. We got LSU, Tennessee, Creighton, Providence, Wisconsin, Michigan, and then Notre Dame, Duke. I might see this one and then this one. Um, maybe I'll see the the Notre Dame Duke game later. Um, I'll just kind of let's just look at the Saturday games real quick because Thursday games either okay. Uh, Alabama, LSU, UConn, Georgetown, Creighton, Xavier. That might be a good one. Boston College, Duke. Okay. Uh, Auburn, Florida, UNC and Miami, definitely watching this one. Gonzaga and Kentucky, damn, Gonzaga's not even racked in the top 25. They've been slapping. They Didn't they just, I think last, didn't they lose to like St. Mary's? Yeah, they did. Like, they lost to St. Mary's on Saturday night. Come on, guys. At home, at the crib too. And now they go against Portland. They should be Portland. They, they're not that good. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but definitely watching this one. Definitely watching this one. Maybe my tune into Houston, Cincinnati, Baylor, Tech, Kansas might be good too. Um, Arizona, Colorado. Um, also, I was gonna watch. You know, guys, uh, I was catching up with USC. You know, I was watching a couple USC games, but man, um, USC is yeah, they're not good, guys. Where is the? Uh, let me find the uh, the West Coast. There we go. Uh, Wait, what the wait, what conference is the USC in? Pac 12. I'm so dumb. Pac 12. Where's the Pac 12? Where's the Pac 12? Where's the Pac 12? Pac 12, Pac 12, Pac 12, Pac 12. There you go. Um, yeah, they're dead fucking last. They're nine and thirteen. They're the worst team in uh the Pac 12 conference. Damn it, man. Well, they're gonna have to figure some things out, man. They're gonna have to figure some things out. It's been tough watching you uh USC play. They have no defense. They have no defense. They're going against Colorado. I mean, not Colorado, California. Don't even look like they're going to make the tournament. Damn. So, yeah, it looks like we may not see Bronny James in the uh, in the in March Madness this year because it, it's 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 not looking good. I don't know. It's, it's not looking good right now. Um, they got to figure things out. They've 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 just they just gotta figure things out right now. Okay, let's uh let's go to the caribbean series real quick so there is a baseball tournament going all around right now um in miami at the lone depot park there has been a tournament the caribbean series again this started uh last week um and of course this friday will be the championship game so at the at the at the the current moment let me just take over a look at the current standings so um again seven teams um from the caribbean and then i guess they just added venezuela because they were probably one of the better teams you know they had to pick a south american team just to put them in in the mix i guess i'm not sure why but it is what it is they could have put colombia there as well making eight teams i don't know why they made it seven is a little weird whatever it is what it is um they all have to play six games um so all teams have played six games i mean nicaragua has played five only um, some teams have yet to play six games, but they're going to play six games in the group stage. So as you can see here, Venezuela and Panama, four and one, four and one. As you can see here, DR and Puerto Rico, three and two, three and two. Curaçao, Mexico, and then Nicaragua was out of the, they're fucking done. They're, they, oh, and five. Yeah, they're, they're done for. Um, Mexico and Curaçao, they could make a push, but it looks like Venezuela, Venezuela and Panama have made it through. They're in the semifinals for sure. DR and Puerto Rico are still fighting for a spot, but they got to be careful because Curaçao, Mexico can make some damage. Well, actually, no. 
Mexico's aren't they done? They've they've already played six games. Never fucking mind. Maybe Curacao is gonna make some damage. Um, so yeah, uh, Mexico, Nicaragua. Yeah, your time is over, buddy. Um, Curacao, you can make a push upset. Do they play DR or do they play Puerto Rico at any given point? Let's look at the. Let's look at who they played already. Um, let me just look at the scoreboard real quick on the other side. Okay, so the first game was, I believe, on... These were the first games. So uh, Puerto Rico beat Nicaragua. Curaçao beat Mexico. Venezuela beat DR. That was on Thursday. Friday, Panama beats Curaçao. DR uh, beats Nicaragua. PR beats Mexico. And then this was the game on Saturday. Um, Venezuela beat Curaçao. Panama defeats Mexico. And then I went to this game, actually. Dominican Republic beating Puerto Rico. I'm not even Dominican or Puerto Rican, but fuck it. Why not? We just went to the game for funds. Um, and it was entertaining for the most part. Robinson Cano is the only guy I know on the Dominican Republic squad, and he hit a home run. That was the highlight of the game for me, personally. Um Panama defeats Nicaragua six to three here. Puerto Rico defeats Venezuela. I think it was a pretty good game. I saw a little bit of this one. Six to two. Mexico dominated DR. Their pitching was dog shit in this one. Um, Curacao beats Nicaragua here, of course. Venezuela beats Mexico six to one. Panama defeats Puerto Rico nine to seven. Um, and then these were the games from yesterday. Mexico defeats Nicaragua. DR beats Curacao. And then Venezuela beats down. Uh, Panama. So then today's game, we got Curacao, Puerto Rico. Okay, so Curacao has a big chance. They have a moment here. They have a big chance to beat Puerto Rico here to make it to the top four, make it to the semifinals, see if they can do it. DR, Panama. DR just got to keep winning. Panama is going to be a tough team to beat. They they were down, what, 3-1 against Mexico in the ninth inning, and they came back and won 4-3. So that was a huge momentum shift for Panama. Right now, they have like probably the best pitching at the moment. They, they at least their pitchers are really fucking good from what I've seen. Um, and then DR, but they they got some hitters, man. DR got some hitters. When I saw them play in that game on Saturday, they they, they man, they had some they had some crazy ass hitters. I didn't know their names, so I mean that that's 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 not here or there, but they're crazy. Um, they have some pretty good hitters as well. And then Nicaragua, Venezuela, who, 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 the, who the fuck is going to watch this? Come on, Venezuela wipes. And then Thursday will be the two semifinal games. And then Friday will be the third place game. And then the championship at 8 p.m. on Friday night. So that will be that. Um, this is the only baseball going on right now. I mean, spring training is is uh, is going to be starting in the next month. You know, we're, we're back to baseball season, guys. I mean, even my brother is going back to playing uh, baseball in a couple weeks so you know what i mean um the baseball season is back football season is ending after this sunday back to you know back to baseball back to basketball you know what i mean so it's gonna be a tough transition i cannot believe there won't be any football for a while fucking hell after the super bowl i get a little bit of depression even though yeah i do watch other sports besides football I could only imagine for only the fans who only watch like NFL and they don't watch any other sport because I got to stay engaged with other shit. There's no way I can't just like not stop watching football and then just not watch any other sports after, you know, after that. I like, the, I, come on now. All right. Let me get to other headlines before I get to talk about anything else uh, football related. Um, let's look at the NBA All-Star game reserves because they already listed the reserves and the entire roster is complete. Um, let's just look. Just look at the rosters. Let's just look at the rosters. NBA, SGA rosters. Um, 
for 2025 or 2024, excuse me. Um, so this is for the Eastern Conference. So these are the reserves for the Eastern Conference. We got Bam Adebayo, we got Paolo Banchero, Banchero, we got Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle. So again, these are not the, res- the these are the reserves, not the starters. So again, obviously, like um, fucking Tatum, um, Tatum, Giannis, you know, and and B, they're all fucking starters, obviously. So um, that's that. And for the Western Conference. That's insane. Um, Devin Booker is a reserve. Steph Curry is a reserve. That's, that's, that doesn't even sound right. Steph Curry as a reserve it just sounds ridiculous. Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard even as a reserve sounds weird to me. And Carr Anthony Towns are the reserves. So um, Julius Randle um, is out with an injury. So Scotty Barnes will replace um Julius Randle in the All-Star game and then uh, Joel Embiid who also tore his meniscus and he's going to be out for at least the next month and a half um obviously he's not going to be he's going to be missing out the All-Star game and Trey Young as you can see here Trey Young is going to be the replacement for Joel Embiid I don't know exact since he's a starter they might push one of the reserves here as a starter I don't know exactly who they're going to put I mean, most likely they're going to put the bam at a bio because, you know, the, the for the power forward position, maybe. We'll have to wait and see what they're going to do exactly with the last reserve. But at the moment, Joel Embiid is being replaced by Trey Young, and then Julius Randle is being replaced by Scotty Barnes. We'll see if there's any other reserves or any other all-star games. Not any all-star games. Other replacements that could happen if there's in case any other injuries to these all-star players. Again, you know, not hoping much. Um, but congrats to Scotty Barnes. Congrats to um, Trey Young because they made it. I mean, they were snubbed from the reserves list, but then, you know, Joel Embiid and Julius Randle got hurt. So here they are to come um, and replace them for the All-Star game. And let's talk about Joel Embiid just quickly, man. We're really fucked. Um, he's going to be out for the next month. His MVP season is over because um, he needed to play 65 games to at least be qualified for MVP conversations. And of course he's going to be out for the next four weeks. And he's already missed like, um, he's already missed like 10 to like 13 games already. Um, so yeah, he's going to, he's, he's probably going to miss like half the entire season at this point. Um, it's not looking great. It's not looking great for the Sixers. What are we going to do for the, the next month without Joel Embiid? Are we going to look any better after all-star break? We need Embiid. Like, uh, you know, at least in the regular season, this man will absolutely light it up. We will see otherwise in the postseason. You you guys know how I think about Embiid. Like, the, when when it's time to step up, he has not proven that. And this season, again, with injuries, it's just going to look even more unlikely. Tyrese Maxey might have some crazy games. He had a crazy game against the, the Jazz, like, a couple days ago. Um, the February 1st, he had 41. He had 51 points. So, I mean, you know, Tyrese Max is going to have, you know, some, you know, some crazy ass games as well. Tobias Harris might have, you know, have some good games as well. But the, the Sixers, man, they, they they need him beat. He is the anchor for that team. So it's going to be tough without him beat for the next month. Um, so that's going to be that. Um, let's talk about music related stuff before we get to the Grammys. Um, okay, so the big as the what tour. The Drake and J. Cole tour officially kicked off um, in January. Um, but 
Um, they started the, I believe, in Tampa. They had two shows in Tampa already, um, but they had a couple already in, uh, yeah. So they had in Denver, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, New Orleans, Tampa, and then of course, um, Drake is gonna be performing at Nashville for Thursday and um, Wednesday and Thursday. So it's gonna be interesting there. Um, he is coming here to Miami or Sunrise, which, you know, not I mean, a little, a little, a little, a little, a little drive from Miami, but it's not that far. Um, in March, I'm still planning to get tickets there to see Drake, uh, March. So I'm hoping I can still have a chance, but again, it's a little weird because I check on SeatGeek and like, basically the tickets are like reserved until the date of the concert because they're like resale tickets. So I have to get it the day of the website or I have to get it in person or some shit. Um, I don't know. That's really fucking weird, in my opinion. I don't know what we'll, I don't know what I'm gonna do with that, but uh, we'll see. Maybe I won't fucking see Drake. We'll have to talk about that maybe later. So yeah, um, Drake officially kicked off the second half of the tour with uh, with J Cole. The set list. Let me show you guys the set list. This is what really convinced me. I really gotta go see this fucking show because he could always add some more shit here. Um, the set list. Uh, this is the set list here. Wait, I have a better picture of it. There's like a better picture of it somewhere here. Um, it was one that was like here, this one. Um, as you can see here, this is the set list for the for the tour. Um, for at least uh, the this is the, this is what it is at the moment. So we got uh, trophies. We got Virginia Beach, uh, Marvin's Room, Jungle, uh, Headlines. Uh, started from the bottom know yourself like these are some bangers man daylight is i mean cool uh sicko mode um child's play uh cameras is amazing i don't know the damn that's so fucking crazy uh find your love passion through work gently can get the fuck out of that i don't why is gently here get please remove it hold on we're going home and then jaco gets to perform uh evil ways uh tales two cities uh get the fuck out my dick the london uh a lot the Secret Recipe, No Role Models, Wet Dreams. And then they do in the uh, First Person Shooter and In the Morning together. Um, that's an old song from the Sideline Story that Drake, uh, that J. Cole dropped in 2011. They'd also do uh, Pussy and Millions, Knife Talk, Rich Flex, uh, I Don't Give a Fuck, You Broke My Heart, Amen. Uh, trophies, damn, oh man, oh man, and slime you out. So the track list is really fucking good, man. This track list is insane. Again, Drake doesn't have every single amazing song. I mean, this is not a perfect one, but man, getting to hear all these, most of these, all these songs live, I would, you know, and there could always be like a secret song that he might add in or remove. He could remove gently though. I don't need gently in the fucking, um, in on the set list. I really don't, but it's looking good. Speaking of Drake for today, um, so um, I didn't expect uh, Drake today to be trending on Twitter for a leaked uh, video, apparently, of him uh, showing his uh, his his. Uh... Yeah. Um. Not what I expected to see this morning. Um, not expected to see that ever in my life. Um, 
at this point, I don't know if it's real or not. I really can't tell. Uh, the video, if you have seen it, um, it's on Twitter or whatever. Unfortunately, you know, curiosity can really kill you sometimes. Um, well, fortunately, I, I did have a good chance of not seeing it, but it was very, very tough because, again, I go on Twitter, biggest regret ever, um, to see why Drake is trending. Um, and, well... Just you happen to, I just click on the, uh, I, I click on any tweet um, or any headline specifying, oh, Drake got this video of him uh, slapping his shit. So um, I'm like, okay, what the fuck? I'm scrolling down a couple just to see like people's reaction to it. But I ain't trying to see the goddamn video. And then I scroll down, and the second fucking comment I see is somebody posting the video. Um, and, well, unfortunately, there's there's the time where I got to see the thing. Um, and look, no, no, uh, no homo here. This man really does have everything. That's all I'm going to say. This man really does have everything. Um, Drake cannot ask for a better life. Um, if you couldn't, if if you think the money, the fame, the the recognition, the the awards, the accolades, the fucking um, the the legacy, the music, the catalog, the singing, the rapping, the acting, even the the humor, the sense of humor, the personality that Drake provide, everything that Drake has provided in this world. And then we we never get to see, or we never, you know, usually get to hear about this in general. We just happen to think, okay, all of that is nice and all. But for some reason, the tipping point of all of that, and the reason why it makes the most sense why he got all of this, he is the renaissance. He got everything you can ask for in life. Just to put the the cream the, the the cream on the top, or the cherry on top to 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 round out everything, to round out everything that this man has. He's also packing. He's also packing down there. So that was that. That's the whole conclusion. Um, yeah, dude. Um, it's different when a guy gets his nudes leaked. Um, than a girl. Um, usually I don't want to set the standard like, oh, like people are glorifying it because this shit is crazy. But at the same time, I'm like, first of all, this is this is not something that I've been intrigued, or uh, at least I'm not like you. Know, I've mentioned it because, well, unfortunately, I just I didn't expect this to happen. Um, and also, second, I didn't really need to know all about this. But guess what? Um, that was that. Um. That scared me a bit. I did not really need to see that at all. But it's it's I guess I guess now I know that Drake really does have everything. Um and even the things that I didn't need to know that he did have, now I know that he got it. And it makes a lot more sense now. So that's all I gotta say. Um that is that. Drake, you lucky bastard. Um nothing really much is gonna happen here, but hey, you know, good for you, man. Good for you. Let's talk about this weird moment. Uh, Aiden Ross. Y'all remember Aiden Ross? He's a Twitch streamer, or he was a Twitch streamer. Now he streams on Kick. Um, so let's backtrack here. Um, on Sunday night, 
um he had he was streaming on um on kick um and he was trying to get playboy cardi he was trying to get playboy cardi on his stream he was waiting sunday night for him um to pull up on stream uh apparently aiden ross offered playboy cardi two million dollars and a ferrari brand new ferrari for playboy cardi to show up in his stream for um for at least like an hour or whatever 10 minutes exactly however long he paid him to come to to come stream you know to come and visit and talk to the fans and this and that and be in his stream um two million and a ferrari i go on the stream because i'm like okay well i mean aiden has you know he's pulled rappers before he pulled i mean he's done uzi soldier boy ddg i mean Yachty, you know, 21 Savage, like just literally like days before the stream against the, the stream with Cardi. So I'm like, okay, I think I think this could happen. Cardi on a stream with Aiden Ross. Oh shit, people are gonna to tap in. I'm a tap in. I don't even be watching Aiden Ross's streams, but you know what? I'm tapping in. If Cardi's gonna show up, Cardi's gonna show up. But then I realized, wait a minute, let me stop being fucking delusional real quick. Because we're talking about fucking Playboy Cardi here. The man who look unfortunately i am gonna just bring up all the shitty things that he's done because that kind of just adds on to what i'm gonna get to in a second but why do you why do a lot of people have confidence that this man was gonna bring any kind of entertainment to the stream first of all this motherfucker left before he even got on stream and apparently aiden ross was like he was mad that he was like, bro, I'm offering you two million, a Ferrari, and you're not even gonna come to stream for like you're not even gonna come to the stream just to talk for a little bit. You're gonna disappoint all my fans, you're gonna disappoint your fans. It's like what the fuck is all a all a setup? People think I'm joking that people don't think that Cardi is gonna be on my stream. People are calling me cap, 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 cap. Eventually, after seven million years of waiting. Um, after multiple conversations, after convincing Cardi to finally join the goddamn stream, him and his entourage, the white, the 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 UK white dude that'd be like screaming and is announcing his new singles that he'd be on like on Instagram and stuff. Um, his photo, his 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 photographer, and then some random ass girl in the in the in the you know, um, in his protege or in his you know. Um, not protege. Uh, what is it called? Entourage? Entourage. That's what it's called. Um, his entourage, you know, his little team um, meets up with Aiden and then eventually they they come to the stream and then Club Cardi. Eventually, after seven million years of waiting, he finally shows up to the live stream. And he's there for 10 minutes and it was the most awkward and very weird vibing stream you would see basically for the 10 minutes he was there he they were just they were playing what hood by air uh 24 and then uh evil jordan they were just playing his music they were kind of dancing he, he was just vibing to his own music you know what i mean that that's it that that was it they weren't really talking aiden tried to ask him a couple questions he was asked there was a moment where he asked him like oh so how was the grammys Like, motherfucker didn't even answer his question. Cardi, you couldn't even hear Playboy Cardi because he just, like, he had to get up on the mic and get so close to the camera so you can hear him speak because he was just saying this and that. And all he said, he was super fucking quiet. He barely even said anything. He was just on the mic saying, uh, I thank you. 
I uh, thank you for the hospitality, Aiden. Thank you for inviting me here. Um, I love you guys. Love you guys. Um, thank you. Thank thank you so so much. I appreciate it, y'all. And then Aiden just asked some more questions. I think he asked him like, "Oh, how when's the album coming out or something?" Or like, "How how is the album? Like, how are you feeling about the album?" Very good. Very good. Um, my best work. My best work. Um, gonna be amazing. And then he just says, "Nah, I'm out of here." I'm, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. That's it. Um, for 10 minutes, um, all of that just appears to happen. And it just is the most awkward shit ever. Um, look, man, Cardi, uh, I, I look, I'm gonna be honest with y'all. I hate this fucking like dudes, like brand, like his aesthetic or like not his aesthetic. I like his aesthetic, his fashion, I think is dope. I think he has certain things that play off really cool. But there's always there's a vibe with Playboy Cardi that I don't like. And part of it is that mysterious like mystique that he has to him. That he's a very mysterious person. He doesn't do interviews. He doesn't do that and this and that. Which again, he's not forced to to be fucking doing interviews for every single or album he drops. But there's always times where it feels like you're just doing their you're just doing people dirty, man. You've done you've you man, you've let your fans down. You let you let Iggy Azalea down being a you know you didn't even show up to your fucking uh, to your son's uh, you know birth. You know you were fucking too busy playing what what did what did Iggy Azalea say? You were playing you were little you he was playing he was playing the place that he was playing the PlayStation with little Uzi. You know, you were too busy playing with fucking Uzi with the PlayStation, whatever you all were playing, COD or whatever. And you didn't even see your fucking son being born that day. You decided not to show up. I'm not going to say you're a deadbeat dad because I don't know about that. But might as well, we could, could I can convince myself you are. But I'm not going to create that for myself. I'm not going to do that to you. Um, you let your fans out because you always be hyping shit up and then never drop anything. I mean, yes, now you are dropping singles, this and that, but we still really don't know what this is going to. You're, you've dropped five songs that are not even on streaming platforms. It's just on Spotify, uh, not Spotify, on YouTube. You can hear it on SoundCloud if you want, and then very other ones, but that's about it. Um, we don't even know if it's going to be on the album. We don't know when the album's coming out. We don't We don't know about this, man. Everything about Playboy Cardi is a fucking mystery, and I don't like that. Like, I don't like the whole mystery thing that he that they get. Oh, his presence is so like, whenever you see him, it's always going to be this huge thing. You're not fucking Michael Jackson, man. I don't know who the fuck Cardi thinks he is. If he thinks he's a fucking God like Kanye or something, you're not a fucking God, dude. And this is also a talk to the fans here. Y'all better stop fucking dick riding this man. I'm sorry. And I mean, I could say this to a lot of other artists, dick riders in general, fanatics from any other fan, from any other artist. Y'all need to stop being so crazy fanatic about fucking people because I get it. There's, there's, but there's levels. There's levels where things get so fucking ridiculous. Playboy Cardi fans have to be some of the biggest dick riders I've ever seen in my life. But it's okay. There's other there's other fan bases that we can get, talk about, but we're not going to do that right now. The, right now, we're just talking about Cardi. I'm not going to bring up all the other artists' fan base or this and that. But this man right here, I don't like the fucking mystery physique. The thing that he, his, oh, like his aura, 
it's just being mystery. Like, oh, I, I'm, uh, oh, I barely be outside. This moment people see me, they got to do this and that. I don't fucking care. And then the vibe he gives off when he is like being mysterious or he when he is like outside is so weird, dude. Don't you feel like if you if you were Aiden Ross in that stream, you would be uncomfortable. I feel like if you were with Playboy Cardi for a day, would you feel comfortable with that man around? I don't know. I would not feel comfortable with Playboy Cardi, like hanging out with Playboy Cardi for a day. It wouldn't be, I don't think it would be like fun. I think the most fun I could have is maybe he might like, you know, fucking, you know, he might just fucking, you know, I don't know buy me a crazy fit. I don't know. He might put me on to some shit. He might give me some drip. I don't know. I don't know, but that's about it. I really don't know what could be very, I don't know what I could do with Cardi that I can't do with other people than my regular, like what is the, I, I would not feel comfortable hanging out with Cardi for any reason. I get a weird vibe from him and from his entourage. I don't, I don't like, it's not, it doesn't do much for me. I don't really, this is, this like, the least he could do was to go on stream and talk for a little bit. And just not, like, you, you, come on, man. You're letting your fans down because clearly people were expecting you to come and you know people were going to see you. It's not like you didn't think this is, you know. And apparently I also heard that they were making a deal that Cardi was going to do streaming and they had like a $30 million deal for something for him to like stream and stuff. Who the fuck, by the way, proposed that you're a dumbass. Do you, anybody really believe he would take the money $30 million and expect that to come out with content. This dude needs to focus on dropping the album. First of all, so streaming on top of that ain't going to do nothing like he's even going to fucking stream because Cardi, first of all, doesn't have the personality to do it. Cardi can barely even be at a 10 minute stream with Aiden Ross, who's just asking him some regular questions. It's, this is not like the old Aiden Ross where he was making gay jokes and shit like that. This is a different, you know, a more composed, more mature to a certain extent. Aiden Ross. You could could you fucking imagine Cardi being in an Aiden Ross stream in 2021? Could you fucking imagine? That would be a disaster. That would be a disaster. That would be an absolute fucking disaster. And now this time around, there really wasn't much of an excuse. Aiden was acting awkward as fuck, but I mean, fair enough. I would have been the same. I'm trying to engage conversation. Your fans are here to, to hear. I'm trying to ask you questions. And you're just kind of like giving me these nonchalant responses. Or you're just not answering my question in general. Like, man, Cardi is a weird person, man. Y'all need to stop idolizing people like crazy, man. Like, respect the art. I love the music. And I'm excited for it. But, man, y'all, you know... Y'all need y'all y'all fans need to fucking chill the fuck out, man. Y'all really do need to relax, cause y'all just tripping sometimes, man. Lord have fucking mercy. Um, all right. Speaking of tripping, every single year, um, we're gonna talk about the Grammys. Um, to be honest with you, I don't really want to talk too much about it. How long are we recording? Thirty nine minutes. Okay. Look, guys. Um, the Grammys. Yeah. 
let's just you know look at the list and shit like that. All right, so best pop solo performance. Um, it went to Flowers by Molly Cyrus. Okay, I mean, I thought I thought uh, Vampire was gonna win it or Billie Eilish's song, but hey, whatever. Uh, best Musica Urbana album went to Karol G. No surprise there. No. Best R&B song, SZA with Snooze. I fuck with that one a lot. Um, So I fuck with it. I, lo- I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Best pop vocal album went to Midnight's by Taylor Swift. No surprise there. I would have personally picked Guts, but that's not here or there. Um, song of the year went to What Was I Made For? I'm not crazy on this song, but the song is very good vocally. She killed it. Um, but it's not like a song I really listened to that much. I thought it would have been Vampire, uh, maybe even Antihero, and maybe even Killbo. Killbo could have won this one too. A really good song here. Uh, Best New Artist went to Victoria Monet, um, which it's not shock. Like it's really not shocking to me. I'm not really mad at this one. Um, I know a lot of people expected Ice Spice to win, but to be honest, I'm very happy for Victoria Monet. Her album Jaguar was pretty good. Um, which also won best R and B album, by the way. Um, we we'll get to we'll, we'll probably get to it in a second, but um, but yeah, congrats to Victoria Monet. It wasn't like a, it was my second option. I still thought Ice Spice was gonna win it just because the influence is there, and you know, the Ice Spice is the bigger name, right? But um, but yeah, they actually gave it to Victoria Monet. You know what? Small little W for the Grammys on this one. Um, record of the year went to Flowers. Look, man. I'm glad Miley Cyrus finally got her Grammys, but for Flowers, man, she should have won that shit for, like, Plastic Hearts or whatever. Like, for her last couple albums, she should have won it. Like, I don't get it, man. This is not the record of the year, man. For me, this ain't the song that, like, Miley Cyrus, Flowers, it's an anthem. I get it, but, like... You you could you could have went with vampire. You couldn't went with Killbo. You could have went with antihero. Even man, I don't know. I think there was better options. And also, it's just weird that you would give song of the year to what was I made for, but then record of the year flowers. It's isn't it just weird that you give one song record of the year and then the other song song of the year, and it's not the same song. I don't know. It, like you, most of the time, it's not the same song. So it's like, what the fuck is the point of that? I don't know. Album of the year, the big category, uh, "Midnight's" by Taylor Swift won it. I'm not like, oh my god, you know, fucking, oh, I'm so surprised by it. But yeah, that was that. Um, oh wait, that wasn't that was that wasn't all of it. Okay, okay. Well, let's just look at the other ones that were missing. Um. Hello, go back. God damn. All right. Um, where is it here? No red carpet winners. Okay. Um, so that was that for record of the year, album of the year. Shut, shut up, shut up. Okay. Uh, producer of the year went to Jack Antonoff again, of course. Best pop solo performance went to Flowers. Best pop duo group performance went to Ghost in the Machine. Best pop oh, got Midnight's. Okay. Padam Padam won best pop dance record. Okay. Um, best dance electronic music, or oh, whatever. Um, okay, we're gonna skip this. Skip this. Best R and B performance, I see you, Coco Jones. Best R and B song, Snooze. Best R and B album went to Jaguar Two. Best R and B progressive R and B album went to SZA SOS. That was a good pick. Let's talk about the rap categories. Let's talk about the rap categories because that is where 
the Grammys just completely eat shit from. Um, so best rap performance went to scientists and engineers. Best melodic rap performance went to All My Life. Best rap song went to scientists and engineers. And then best rap album went to Michael by Killer Mike. I mean, this it did. I mean, goodness, man. This is this is like we need to we need to stop caring. To be honest with you, this you know the Grammys have this stigma. You know they're they're the biggest recognition in music. You know the award show, the Grammys is the biggest musical achievement there is. You know, or that's what it was standardized. You know, for you know. There's awards and, you know, football, basketball. But at the end of the day, you want to win the trophy. You want to win the championship. You want to win the fucking Super Bowl. You want to win the the the, the Larry O'Brien trophy. You want to win the Stanley Cup. You want to win the FIFA World Cup. You know what I mean? For a musician, the Grammys is the biggest award that anyone could, like, look at and be like, you got a Grammy, you are recognized as a true talent. And that you have something more than a lot of other artists have. And that gives you some like power and that gives you some, you know, crazy recognition. And it could put you on the map even too. But man, has that value of a Grammy has lost so much of it that at this point, me, myself, and I, and a bunch of other people should just not get too frustrated or get too caught up with voting for the fan voting for the for their favorite artists to win it all the time or or for them to win it in general because again you having a grammy could do so much but that does not fucking mean that you are on top of the world or that the just because you got one or two or 15 fucking grammys your recognition is better than everybody else's because in the end of the day tupac jay-z what are the difference between tupac and jay-z when it comes to grammys tupac has won zero Jay-Z has won 24 of them. Does that mean Jay-Z automatically wipes Tupac as the best rapper of all time? Some people can argue that. Fair enough. But guess what? What about the other side? The motherfucker that has zero Grammys also has the influence, also has done everything in the music industry to become that artist that he ended up being. So much so that he unfortunately passed away in his prime and maybe even maybe even he fuck it was maybe Tupac wasn't even in his goddamn prime let's just say he was to make it sound cooler he died in his fucking prime when he just came out of jail and he dropped all eyes on me who was the bigger rapper than Tupac at the time who was the most recognizable who was the most talked about who was the guy that was who was bringing all the recognition to rap and uh, a lot of people had to respect it. And the, the people who didn't respect this respect it. Well, fuck them. Well, fuck them. That was why. And then Biggie again, same thing, but the recognition it's quality albums, zero Grammys. They didn't show much of it after they didn't have much time to prove that they could have won one in the future. Who knows? Yes. And this and that, 
But just because Tupac has zero Grammys and Jay-Z has 24 of them does not mean that Jay-Z objectively has everything more than uh, Tupac has ever done. Because, first of all, obviously, Jay-Z has had an entire fucking career off to build off of that. And he made his legacy stand. And speaking of Jay-Z, we'll get to Jay-Z in a second because he actually won an award for something. But we'll get to that in a second. So... Look, at this point, when we talk about the Grammys, especially, I'm, I'm talking about the rap categories. We know that the Grammys don't give a fuck about rap. They treat rap like it's a fucking street rat on the subway. We look at it, move, we pay attention to it for a second, we're disgusted by it, we don't want to look at it, we live on with our days. That's how they look at rap in the Grammys. A fucking street rat in New York City in a subway station. In fucking 49th Avenue or whatever. We need to stop recognizing the Grammys or glorifying this shit. Like, this is the biggest achievement you can have. But the thing is, it's so hard to not think of it like that. Because literally, it's the dream for so many artists to win a Grammy. People prepare their speeches when they're fucking seven years old. Thinking like, oh, when I win a Grammy, this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to thank my mom, my dad. This is... And it takes so much courage for them to like win an award. And even you winning the award and accepting it is like, this is this is thank you and everything. And I appreciate this all. But this is not. Most of these artists don't do it for the Grammys. Don't do it for the accolades. And you can tell which artists are in it for this or who are or just aren't in it for this. You know what I mean? Just because the fucking weekend never won it for after hours or or there so many artists get snubbed and this and that from being nominated. JID Forever Story, the best rap album in my opinion in 2022, didn't even get a fucking nomination for the Grammys. Do you think that is gonna change anything for me? Oh, JID, you weren't nominated for a Grammy, even though you had the best album in my opinion. Um but the Grammys didn't think that. So it's a, like, yeah, I can't really, you know, you're not like, uh, you're not the, you're not the same recognition as, you know, because clearly um, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. So look, I, I, I'm, I'm going to try to stop fucking caring less. I need to stop. I'm, I'm every year. It's slowly like going there, but there's always a little bit of ounce of me that still wants to support my favorite artist, especially this year with Travis Scott being nominated for Best Rap Album. Of course, I was pushing heavy for Utopia to win it. Obviously, that didn't work. He got snubbed again. Also, Travis Scott performed um, at the Grammys, and he was saying they slept on me 10 times because he had 10 nominations and zero win. Excuse me. And he had zero wins. Um, Again, dude, we need to really stop with, with this, man. We can't really take... Again, these are the opinions... Of old white people. That's who, what I'm assuming is the main voters or the, the people behind the Grammys. Old, dusty, hairy white people. Um, who probably haven't had sex in like the 1990s. You know what I mean? Those are probably the, the, the people that are voting for the Grammys. Um, or making or you know making these picks, you know what I mean. The, the rap is just again a street rat in New York City. It doesn't get much attention. It does. It's it's moving around, doing its thing, trying to find food in the fucking subway trail. 
but we don't give a shit about it. The fans make love it, you know, appreciate it all they could, but they don't care about it so much. So, um, so yeah, I need to stop caring so much about the Grammys in general because they're they're, they're the power of having a Grammy at this point doesn't. At this point, it's not even much to say. It's not even much to offer. The honor of it is just for clicks. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that artists who have multiple Grammys, like Jay-Z, like I said, 24 Grammys, Kanye, 24 Grammys, just because you got all the Grammys doesn't make you the shit. But also, at the same time, it doesn't make you not the shit. Because again, Kanye, Jay-Z, they deserve the fucking Grammys. 24 fucking Grammys. I mean, you would think they might even have fucking more if they wanted to. Shit. Now, I'm I'm, I'm bringing them up because just because they got more Grammys than uh, be- fucking Beyonce. How the fuck? 30 plus Grammys. Never won album of the year. And there's always, there's always, look guys, I'm sorry. But again, like I mentioned that it's mostly old white people that are you know behind the voting for the for the for the grammys i don't want to make it about race but you you don't tell me that you wouldn't be surprised that there's just a slight bit of disgrace or like a a, a slight of disrespect that they always give with these you know with with african americans that it, it, they 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 try to push them away they they try to give you like some kind of recognition by not giving you the recognition beyonce is the most uh, uh most decorated um she she has the most fucking grammys in history she has 30 something grammys she never won album of the year how the fuck do you have 30 plus grammys you give this woman 30 plus grammys and you don't give her one album of the year award and then you get fucking taylor swift for them when she has half of what Beyonce has. Honestly, white women might be the most powerful race or any kind of human being there is on planet Earth. I think white women, literally, if, if the world was ruled by white women, the world could be a very scary place. I love white women. No disrespect to y'all. I'm just saying y'all probably have the most fucking power out of any minority, majority. Y'all probably have more fucking power than aliens. Like, white women stay fucking on business. They have... If you... Taylor fucking Swift, if she decides to run for president, do you fucking think she may not have a chance to be the fucking president? To become the first female president in history? If she just fucking decided, fuck it, why not? Why not? Let me just let me just fuck around. Or you know what? Fuck it. Let's let, I'm gonna run a campaign. Fuck it. Maybe let's go, let's run for president. You think I got you think I got a chance? You think I got a chance? You don't think she'll fucking win it? You don't think she has a fucking chance? You get out of your fucking mind. Get out of your fucking mind. Get out of your fucking mind. And I'm and look, man. I say this. I don't want to be just dis- I'm not trying to disrespect anybody. I'm not saying white women are powerful and that they're fucking Jesus or reincarnated or that they're fucking unstoppable. I just think that they have a higher power or a higher voice than others. And I'm just I'm just speaking the truth to certain parts. That's that's all I'm going to say. 
And that's why Taylor Swift is the biggest fucking artist in the world, because that is her fucking audience right there. A bunch of other white women that will do anything to make sure that fucking woman gets everything in life. And it, it's a little weird. You know, at, at certain points, it gets really fucking weird. It gets really fucking weird. And again, that goes for other artists too. Whether they're white or not, that doesn't matter in general. But I'm just pointing out that... All right, I'm going on a fucking tangent, man. I, I, at this point, I, I'm going all over the place, man. Um, also, Jay-Z called out the Grammys, like I mentioned, because Beyonce, again, his fucking wife, um, again, 30-plus Grammys she has and never won album of the year. And then Taylor Swift has, like, what, 14, 15 Grammys? Still amazing accomplishments, though. But guys, four album of the year wins. She Beat Kendrick Lamar for To Pimp a Butterfly with 1989. I love 1989. That one, that's a Taylor Swift album that I could die with. That one, I could I could take it with me. But it fucking beat out To Pimp a Butterfly. Are you fucking serious? It beat out To Pimp a Fucking Butterfly. Really? Again, there's always something that stands out. Asheroll gets snubbed out. Because of fucking invasion of privacy over Astroworld. The heist over Good Kid Mad City. Nothing was the same. Jesus, born sinner. John Batiste winning Alma the Year two years ago. Which I don't even know if he niggas even knew what the fuck he was. Who, who, who never even heard his music before. I don't know. Oh, and also to mention the the Killer Mike. Um, congrats, man. You won your three Grammys. Congratulations. He's a he's a legend. You know what I mean? I don't really know much about Killer Mike. I've I don't gun on top of your head. Name five Killer Mike songs. I get it. Y'all are mad that Travis Scott didn't win. Same here. I'm on the same fucking boat. But let's relax. We take it too far too. Y'all making memes because y'all don't know a fucking Killer Mike song. But y'all don't want to give credit where credit's due. This man's a legend in hip hop, whether you don't fucking know his name or not. He's been he he's a duo for he's one of the duos for Run DMC, Run DMC, Run the Jewels. You know, a, a legendary duo, uh, producer slash rapper. You know, duo in hip hop, and they had a great run with their four Run the Jewel projects, and they've brought a lot to hip hop. Um, and it's honestly it's been passed through that. Killer Mike with won a Grammy. So, you know, re- you know, respect to him and congratulations to him. Nothing personal against Killer Mike. And, and Santa's Engineers is a great song. For best rap song, I think it's very good pick. And best performance, you know, fuck it. I'll take it there as well. Again, do I think it was best rap album of the year? Do I think it was better than Utopia? No. But again, that's my opinion. This is a white woman, most likely. A white man's opinion, you know? And and even if it was a black man's opinion, that doesn't mean that we're going to fucking automatically, you know, assume that Utopia would have won it. Like, that, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's a subjective game. You got to pick or choose. Someone's going to get snubbed. Someone's going to lose. Someone's going to bitch and cry. Someone's going to, you know, this and that. That's the way it is, right? So that's why we should just stop caring less. And I'm talking to myself too. We should just stop caring less about this shit. We should, I should, we should really just kind of, Stop with it because it gets too much at a certain point. It gets too much at a certain point. But, but yeah, um, 
Is there anything else to point out? Karo G won an album, um, won a Grammy. SZA won a couple Grammys. Um, so congrats to SZA. Victoria Monet won a couple Grammys. Congrats to Taylor Swift. Um, Jay-Z won the Dr. Dre Honorary Award. Um, so congratulations to Jay-Z for that. Um, congratulations to Killer Mike. Um, Olivia Rodrigo, what the fuck? Olivia Rodrigo didn't win a fucking Grammy. What the fuck, dude? She got snubbed. Travis Scott, Olivia Rodrigo, they got snubbed. They didn't win no fucking Grammy. Um, that sucked. And they both performed too. Um, so yeah, that that sucks. Even Lana Del Rey, she didn't win a Grammy. I mean, again, I didn't even hear her album, so I don't, I don't, I don't, really, I don't know. Let me shut the fuck up. I don't, I don't, at this point, man, I, I don't want to talk about the Grammys anymore. I, like it is what it is, bro. Um, let me shut the hell up um, and just, just yeah, let it be, let it be. All right, let's talk about the NFL. Um, recapping the championship games really quickly because I mean it's already kind of old news at this point. Um, let's talk about the AFC Championship game real quick. Um, Ravens, Chiefs. The Ravens lose. Lamar Jackson, you did not uh, hold the end of the bargain, and you lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, yeah, so the Chiefs beat the Ravens 70-10. to 10. Um, It was a pretty close game in the first half. Uh, the Ravens scored a big touchdown in the first quarter, and then they didn't do really much anything after that. Um, the defense on both sides were pretty good. Um, and Mahomes had a couple good drives where, you know, they had a pretty good, they had a good amount of drives. They were going down the field, but they just couldn't score that many points throughout the whole game. Honestly, if they were able to take advantage and not like get a bunch of turnovers uh, or not get a bunch of turnovers or just not convert on um, or not get much on the red zone or don't even getting, they're not getting near the red zone. They could have had a lot more opportunities to score more points. Um, the Ravens, same here. They were putting the ball down the field, but then they would get a costly penalty that would push them back. Then they had the turnover, and then Zay Flowers had a touchdown in the first quarter, but then he fumbled the ball, and it was a touchback, and then that ended in a turnover for the Chiefs. And then uh, Pacheco had a touchdown, I believe. Um, or not not Pacheco, it was Kelsey. Oh, no, yo, it was it was Kelsey, and then it was Pacheco in the second quarter, my bad. Um, so as you can see, the drives here was a touchdown. We had three touchdowns in three straight drives. And then punt, punt, field goal, punt, 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 but interception that Lamar threw in the fourth quarter. That was horrific. That was a double coverage. Um, Justin Tucker had a chance. Uh, it was a 10-point game. So, again, he cut it to a seven-point game in the fourth quarter. Um, but the Ravens, man, those penalties um, that were really just dumb as hell. The turnovers that Lamar committed, the Zay Flowers turnover there, it just messed them up. It just messed them up, and the offense was very shaky. The defense did all they could, but the Chiefs, once again, they prevail. They go to the Super Bowl, their fourth Super Bowl uh, in the last five years. Um, My fucking goodness. Uh, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Four Super Bowls in five years. Right, in five years or in six years? I believe in six years, actually. My bad. Because it was Rams, Bengals. That was when the Bengals beat the Chiefs. And then uh, Patriots. Yeah, it was uh, actually, yeah, yeah. Four, four Super Bowls in six years. Four Super Bowls in six years because then the Patriots beat the Chiefs and then the Chiefs did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So four Super Bowl appearances in six years. Um, and yeah, they're, they're two and one at the moment um, at the Super Bowl. 
with the with Patrick Mahomes as their starting quarterback. And they're the defending champions. So they're one win away from becoming the first champions uh, to repeat since the 03-04 New England Patriots when Tom Brady was getting carried by the defense um, in those early 2000s uh, New England Patriots team. Um, and Lamar Jackson, man, that sucked. That sucked. Um, he didn't play his best in the postseason. He didn't play his best in this game. Um, and he, you know, was the MVP in the regular season. I'm just hoping Lamar Jackson figures it out at some point. But the AFC is only going to get tough. The Ravens blew a huge opportunity. They had a huge opportunity to take down the Kansas City Chiefs. But we just can't, wow, we just can't get rid of this fucking Chiefs team. They're just very good. Travis Kelsey had a really good game. And the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. Obviously, we get there. Now... Let's talk about the NFC Championship game. We got the Detroit Lions losing to the San Francisco 49ers. The Lions, you lose in the most Lions way possible. You had an amazing season. You make it so far in the playoffs. You win two playoff games. History, history, history. And then you lose because y'all lost a fucking 17-point lead or something like that. What was the deficit again? It was like 7-24 to at halftime, right? At halftime, it was what? 24 to 7. 17 points. Y'all were up by 17 points. They were tied by the end of the third quarter. They were tied at the end of the third quarter. Entering the fourth quarter, Lions get a drive, get a touchdown. Late. To to keep the to to keep this the goal uh well actually no the Lions touchdown was the last touchdown because that was when they had possession when they didn't have like a couple they had a couple minutes left in the game um but the Niners took the lead they had a ten point lead at some point it was thirty four twenty four then the Lions score a touchdown to give some hope but then they fail in the end of the day and then yeah a bunch of turnovers for the Detroit Lions it looked very sloppy and they blew a seventeen point lead at halftime what the fuck Detroit I mean y'all come on man. Come on now. Um, and San Francisco, Brock Purdy looked good. Um, the offense looked incredible. And the defense in the second half played a lot better. Second, second half defense, y'all fucking step the fuck up. So that was that. Um, this is not the Super Bowl that a lot of people wanted. But uh, here we go. Here we go. Before we get to the Super Bowl, let me talk about the Pro Bowl. Um, I actually did, haven't seen like the games and stuff like that. I just saw like the 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 dodgeball not not the dodgeball i saw the flag football like the event but i didn't see like all the other like events and stuff um who won the shit though let me see who won it like uh third two who won it though watch live no but like who won it though i'm trying to see the results why does it Man, whatever, man. Whatever, dude. The NFC won the Pro Bowl games, guys. Just go watch it on YouTube. The the, the shit is there. The, did, did people even watch this shit? I don't... Y'all probably didn't even watch the goddamn Pro Bowl. What am I even talking about? The fuck am I even talking about? Y'all didn't even see the Pro Bowl. Who gives a shit? Anyways, Super Bowl preview, ladies and gentlemen. San Francisco 49ers, Kansas City Chiefs, beginning of 2020. We had the same Super Bowl, and we had the same election. What the fuck? Yep. Um, so it looks like we're going to repeat 2020 all over again, and it's a leap year, um, just like it was in 2020. 
what the fuck is going on anyways um niners chiefs is your is your 2023 2024 nfl super bowl um this is the last game of the season ladies and gentlemen um the last pick that i'm gonna have for this season for the nfl season this nfl season flew by quickly my goodness it flew by fucking quickly um jesus like what the fuck happened we we made it here brock purdy patrick mahomes Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, um, Kadarius Tony, Marcus Vanley, Marcus Van, Valdez Scantley, Isaiah Pacheco, Christian McCaffrey. We're gonna have an offensive battle here. We're gonna have an offensive battle here. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Why? Because these are two of the best defenses in the NFL. The Niners and the Chiefs have some of the best defenses in the NFL. I think the Niners have what? They're the second, they're the ninth best defense in the league. While the Chiefs defense, ranked number two. Ranked number two. Um, both defenses are top 10 defenses. Um, I'm not expecting like the highest scoring game, kind of like last year. Um it was 38 to 35, I believe. So it was a high scoring Super Bowl last year. I don't know if it's going to be as high scoring um, this year, but um, but yeah, this is going to be this is going to be that. Um, this is going to be a pretty big Super Bowl, guys. Uh, I know people. Oh, I'm not watching this shit. I didn't even know. Oh, it's a setup, man. I don't want to see the Niners win. Oh, I don't want to see Taylor Swift the Super Bowl. The Sinat in Vegas. Uh. Y'all gonna watch it. Y'all, what the fuck are y'all talking about? Y'all gonna watch it. What, what else are you guys gonna do Sunday night? This is the last game of the season. There won't be any football until fucking August. The preseason. Unless unless you're gonna watch the UFL. Unless you're gonna watch uh, spring football. Oh, I'll get to the... Ooh. Let's just get that out of the way before we get back to the Super Bowl picks. Um, UFL uh, schedule just came out. Literally, I was looking at it today. So the UFL again merged the U, uh, USFL and then the the um, the uh, the USFL and the XFL merged UFL. So these are going to be the um, the schedule. So as you can see here, this is going to be the schedule. Um, a little confusing here, but yes, this is the schedule here um, for all eight teams. So again, every team plays ten games. And the season's going to be from late March to May. So June will be the playoffs. So June will be like the playoffs for the UFL. So we will have football in the spring. So if you want to watch spring football, boom. This is this is your go-to. This is your escape. Um, in the summer, we will have other events to watch. We got the Olympics in the summer. We got Copa America. We got some big shit in the summer. I'm not going to lie. Summer this year for sports looks like it's going to be huge. Like I mentioned, Copa America, soccer, uh, the Olympics, huge, humongous. Um, you know, basketball, uh, the 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 NBA Finals, uh, the, the Wimbledon. There's gonna be some huge events in the summer, so can't wait for that. Um, but this is yeah, this is the schedule for the UFL. Anyways, um, let's get to the Super Bowl uh, preview. Uh, back to it again. Um, so yeah. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. I've had enough. I've had enough. Um, I'm not going to doubt Patrick Mahomes again. I thought they were going to lose to the Bills at first, but then I was like, nah, I think Mahomes got it. And, well, I was right in the end. 
But then I really thought Lamar Jackson, I really thought Lamar Jackson was going to take down this Kansas City Chiefs team. I thought the Ravens had it this year. And they fucking disappointed me. But the Chiefs, this is the moment right here. Mahomes, you're already being put in those GOAT conversations with Tom Brady. And you might be fucking sick and tired of it. Or you may be like, well, I'm not even close. Or this and that. Whatever you may think, that might be true. You still have a long way to go to even catch up to Tom Brady. But this is this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a huge game for your career, a huge game for a lot of people on the team. Um, but the Niners, they have a huge chance offensively to break down, um, or I mean defensively to break down Kansas City Chiefs offense because again the offense has looked a lot better in the postseason than it has looked in the regular season. I mean Marcus Valley Scanley was catching passes, Kadarius Tony has not been a factor. So they haven't, he hasn't been able to fuck up or do anything to, you know, cost his team at all. You know, Sky Moore is non-existent at this point. Fucking, you know, Pacheco has been great. Um, Rasheed Rice has been phenomenal as well. So the offense could definitely have a good moment and have a good game as well. Um, and same with the Niners. I mean, McCaffrey, literally MVP candidate at the moment, um, could win it if not Lamar Jackson doesn't take it. Um, and it should be very interesting to see what could happen here. Um, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, though. I think their defense has got them here. You know, the, the, this is I think this is going to be the definition of defense wins championships because even with an offense that was suffering in the regular season, when you have an elite quarterback and when you have an offense that was at least stepping up or playing at the right time, and then you have – literally the second best defense in the NFL that has really been able to put you all season long in games where that you shouldn't have won the games that you did lose in the regular season. The defense even played good in most of those games. So defense all around has been the biggest anchor for this team. So I think the chiefs have the better chance again, the Niners have offensive power. And again, their defense is not no fucking, you know, they're not no, they're not no scrubs either. There's some ballers on the defense. But all season long, I've seen the Chiefs pull through that momentum. They have the experience there. And the Niners, they have to prove to me first, can you fucking finally get it together? Because again, the Niners, they make it to the Super Bowl. They make it to the NFC Championship game. But y'all still haven't won it. Since 1995. Y'all still haven't won it since y'all beat the Bengals, I believe, in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, or the Chargers. This was the last time y'all won the Super Bowl in 1994-1995, I believe, right? 90, wait, what about 96? Was it the Cowboys in 96? It was the Cowboys in 96. So, yeah, like, 1995? We're talking shit about the Cowboys who haven't won it in 1990 since 1996. The Niners haven't won it since 1995. So y'all have to prove to me, y'all got to get it done. If the Niners beat the Kansas City Chiefs with Brock Purdy as their quarterback, the biggest fucking underdog story that is very reminiscent of uh, Tom Brady. Because he was getting carried by the defense for a majority of the season, even though the offense was still, you know, up to par. Or he has weapons. Or he or Brock Purdy wasn't the biggest reason why the Niners are successful. 
look, guys, I've I've had my fair share of like criticism on Brock Purdy. I just don't think he is a game changer quarterback. But my fucking goodness, Brock Purdy is not a fucking scrub. That man is a good fucking quarterback. And he definitely has the potential to become an elite quarterback very, very, very soon. His story is well enough documented. We know that he's Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in the draft. Nobody gave him a chance. The Niners were so fucking lucky to scrape him off the surface. He was the last little fucking dot that they would could have found in the in the draft. Nobody thought this man would have to face Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl and be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers for one of the most historic franchises in the in all of football in all of and in, in all of the NFL's history. This man right here has a chance to make fucking history to win their first Super Bowl since 1995, finally get over the hump. Kyle Shanahan finally wins a Super Bowl. And, you know, they, 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 they finally can get the job done and do something else. I wouldn't mind the Niners win it. It would be a great underdog story for the uh, for, for Brock Party. It would be a huge reason. And look, they're still even if the Niners win, there's still going to be people on Brock Purdy's head. Oh, but you're not the reason why they won it. The defense won it. Even if fucking Brock Purdy threw for four touchdowns, they're still going to fucking hate Brock Purdy. Look, do you. Play your best football. You're going to have a great game. But holy shit, you're playing against an elite defense. So it's going to be a lot tougher than expected um, to just mess around here. The Lions defense, very iffy. Um, Who did they play before the Lions? The Packers. Packers defense, very iffy. But they actually didn't play that bad when y'all played them. Because they actually were giving y'all a lot of pressures, and and they, and it was a challenging game for the Packers, um, for the Niners. You know, the 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 the, the Packers did challenge y'all and almost fucking send y'all home, which is insane. But yeah, I mean, you're here, obviously, so that's irrelevant at the moment. But that's that. That is that. I I still think Kansas City has the advantage here. I'm gonna go with Kansas City. I think they're gonna win another Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes gets his third Super Bowl. Kelsey wins his third Super Bowl, um, and they officially cement themselves as a dynasty in the NFL. Um, six straight AFC title games, four Super Bowl appearances in six seasons, and three Super Bowl wins. Holy shit, man. You know, and Mahomes' legacy will continue to rise I'm a big fan of Mahomes, man. I love Mahomes, dude. This man is an absolute, he's a generational talent. And I hope people can, more people can see that this man is going to be, already has shown us the potential he can get. But right now, he can do way more. And he has so much time to do it. And again, he was the hero at first because he was the next protege to Tom Brady. We want. We were rooting for him to beat uh, Tom Brady in the uh, championship game in 2019. You know when he won MVP that season, and you know had an amazing MVP season. And we were like, "Whoa, this dude is crazy, man! He might have. He might be like one of the best quarterbacks in the league." And then eventually becomes the best quarterback in the NFL. And now he's in goat conversations with fucking Tom Brady himself. He has a long way to go, 
But man, winning this game will build his legacy and will be milk it will be making that status even more possible in the future. We'll have his third Super Bowl in his sixth year as a starter. Six years as a starter, you already got three Super Bowls, and you played in four of them, and you never lost before the title game. You never lost in the wild card. You never missed the playoffs. You never missed. You never lost in the division round. You either lost in the title game against you. And by the way, he's lost three playoff games, two against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and in the AFC Championship game. And then the other was against Joe Burrow and the Bengals in overtime. The Chiefs got it, man. I think they got it. Niners, you're going to have to prove me wrong. You're going to have to prove me wrong. You're going to have to prove me wrong. But right now, I'm not doubting this Kansas City Chiefs team. I'm picking them to win it all. I cannot wait to see to see this game. I know this is not the Super Bowl outcome that I predicted and that a lot of people wanted, but fuck it. We're here. Um, okay, so two things before we're done with this episode. Um, Usher is performing at the halftime show. So I'm gonna make a prediction of which songs he's going to perform at the at the uh Super Bowl halftime show. So they give him what, like eleven minutes to perform? Um, or like 13 minutes. So let me get like 10 songs I think he's going to perform. Yeah, automatically. Um, My Boo could be a good pick there. DJ Got Us Falling in Love should be there. You Got a Bad, without a doubt. Oh My God has to be there. Um, Confessions, part six. I mean, part six. Part two might be uh, there. Um, He might perform like Boyfriend because it's a newer song. For the album, he might perform an- another song from the album that um that hasn't dropped yet. So maybe I'll give him there one song there. Um, I, the thing is, like, Usher has some other songs. Like, what are the like prop picks? What are the songs people? Oh, okay, here. Okay, so here the 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 first song, "My Way." Oh my God, "Love in This Club," "Burn," "Good Good." These are the songs that people are predicting are going to be the ones that he's going to perform at the halftime show. Um, which what is what? 10 of them, 10 of them. Yeah. I think he might come out with which one's going to be the first song. Cause he's not going to give us like, he, he's going to start off with a bang. He's going to start off with, Oh my God. Is he going to start off with? Yeah. No, nah, I don't think he's going to start off with. Yeah. Do you just got to fall in love? That's not a good starter to me. Um, my way, my way is good, but fuck it. Oh my, oh my god, my that might be bad, might not be bad. My boo, that's not a good start. That's like in the middle of the set list. Yeah, it's too early. I feel like if you perform, yeah, way too early. It's not. It's a. It's a, one of his biggest songs. Let's not. We're gonna put that so soon. I think. Oh my god, might be the best chance. I think that. I think he's gonna start the. I think it's a it's a good start. It's a good start for the first song for the set for the for the set list. Fuck it, we'll take it. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, oh my god, is gonna be the first song that Usher is gonna perform at the Gra- at the Grammys, at the Super Bowl halftime show. Special guests who will show up with Usher? Are they gonna be any special guests? They got fucking Nicki Minaj, Will I Am, Pitbull, Justin Bieber, Alicia Keys. I don't think they're gonna do my boo. 
I'm sorry. Honestly, I don't think Usher's going to bring any special guests. I will be surprised if Usher does any special guests. Sorry, I think Usher is going to do this solo, solo, right, and solo, dolo. Um, he's doing the solo, dolo. Oh, my God, is going to be the first song that he's going to perform. And he might close it out with my boo, maybe. Or might, or maybe he might do yeah. Maybe at the after that, maybe he might do that. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. I don't know if he's going to perform that song either. We'll see about that. All right. Finally, 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 to end things off. What the fuck? What the fuck? To end things off with the episode, we're going to talk about American Dream, 21 Savage's new album um, that came out a couple weeks ago, um, and I have yet to review it. So here we go. Let's talk about it. 21 Savage. Um, here we go with American Dream. I've been bumping this album. It's been pretty good in my rotation right now, but let's talk about it. Um, American Dream, this is what, like his fourth studio album, I believe. Uh, 15 songs, 49 minutes long, track list. Um, so let's go track by track, which ones I fuck with, which ones I'm not crazy on. So American Dream is just a regular song, just like an introductory song. All On Me, amazing production. Love this one. This is one of the best songs on the album. Red Rum, absolute banger. There's a music video to it. Fire. Love the soul sample behind it. Amazing. Uh, N-H-I-E, this one's featuring Doja Cat. This one's a pretty slept-on song. I fuck with it. It's vibey. It's catchy. I think this song was going to be on Scarlet off of Doja Cat's last album, but then it made it to this one. This one's pretty good. Sneaky is a banger. I fuck with that one. Pop Your Shit with Young Thug and Metro was also good. Letter to My Brother was also pretty good and underrated. Dangerous, man, with a little Dirk and Metro on the beat. This one's a nah. This one's a banger. This one's a banger. Nina. Nina, Travis Scott, Metro fucking booming, man. Oh, my goodness. Nina is insane. Did y'all hear that Travis Scott verse? Did y'all hear that Travis Scott verse? Did y'all hear Travis absolutely spin? Did y'all see Travis Scott do that shit? I did. I did. Man, Travis was fucking feasting on that bitch. Holy shit. He was going crazy. Um, So, yeah, uh, Travis Scott was going absolutely crazy on Nina. Uh, see the real was pretty solid, um, and then prove it with Summer Walker was okay. Should have wore a bonnet with Brent Fires is solid. I like that one too. Just like me, I'm not crazy on that song with Burner Boy and Metro. Not crazy on that one. Um, Red Sky, I love the beat drop and everything, and it's pretty good with Tommy Newport and Mickey Iko, I believe. And then Dark Days, um, with Mariah DeSantis, I think it's a good closing track. Um, this is a consistent track list. The um the sequencing is a little weird because it's like you got all bangers for the first half of the album and then you got R&B to end like things off on like the last five, six songs. Um, yeah, because literally like the last six songs are like R&B type songs or like softer cuts. And then the middle of the track list is like bangers, like, you know, savage mode type songs. And then like the first three songs are kind of like vibey. Um and like, you know, more introspective, soul sample, you know, type songs. Um, so those are like, uh, that's like the sequencing is a, little, is a little weird on that. But I mean, it's not bad. It's a good, consistent listen. Honestly, the skips here are really just just like me. And maybe See The Real and American Dream because it's not really even a song. So that's what, 12 songs that I'm taking away out of 15. I fuck with it, man. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good listen for the most part, man. Um, it's consistent. 
Um, there's bangers on here. I'm definitely, man, Nina has been on my rotation for a little bit. I think it's like number one right now on, on my repeat. Um, NHIE has been good. Pop your shit's fire. Dangerous is incredible as well. A little Dirk had an amazing versus, well, you know. Um, 21 was twenty one was more consistent on this album um, with the verses. I think he had a pretty good standout versus a lot on, on this uh, project. Um, some of the hooks here, some of the catchiest hooks. He's dropped in a couple in a little while. Um, I don't think this is his best album, but this is this is this is a standout for sure. This is definitely not his worst solo uh, studio album. Um, definitely not. This is definitely up there. Pretty consistent track list. I fuck with it. Out of ten, if I give it a rating out of ten, I will uh, probably give it. Like it eight point uh eight point three eight point three eight point four somewhere around there why not um and that is that ladies and gentlemen that is that um thank you guys for watching this episode um I will be having a special guest at some point um you know I was gonna do it for uh, for January I did promise y'all that I was gonna have a, a special guest episode every single month but hey. Since I, I didn't do it for y'all in January, fuck it. February, I'm going to see. Make it work. Let's see if we can have two special guest episodes for the month of February so we can, you know, have at least, you know, we can replace the one that we could have had in January so we can do two this month. Um, I already asked one of them, and he's down to do it. So we just have to make sure we can clear things up, and, and maybe we can see if we can work on it this weekend. Um, if not, maybe next weekend. And then we'll see with the other special guests. I still have to talk to that person about it. I still haven't brought it up or anything. So I'm working on it for special guest uh, episodes for the YouTube channel. Holy shit, man. Um, I'm trying to make content. I'm trying to make reaction videos. I'm trying to put out shit. But my goodness, it is difficult to find certain things to work because some things work and some things don't work. When the audio is not, when the audio is fucking up or the video is not showing with the audio, there's always something fucking up. So I'm going to like really try to find OBS and really know how to use all that shit. So see if I could start using that for like my reaction videos on YouTube. Because I use this for the podcast and I use this also to do the album reaction videos. And there was another website that I was using to do the reaction videos um, for the album reactions that I did for last year, like the one for Scarlet, uh, for all the dogs, um, for Utopia. I used another website. I didn't use Riverside. I didn't use this website. I used another website to do the reaction videos. And now it's like, I can't do the same thing that I was able to do last year. These updates just kind of make things a lot more difficult. This website though, you know, this, this, you know, this one look works fine. It's been good for me, but um, to make reaction videos, it has been a little tough because I have to have figure other things out. OBS is like the best fucking solution that I got, but I just have to work with it a little bit. I still need to know how to make things happen. So once I get there, once I watch enough YouTube videos, once I get to fucking learn how to use that shit as much as I can, um, then we'll get a lot more consistent reaction videos, especially like album uh, reactions maybe. Um, music video reactions because bro there's a bunch of music videos that like, have dropped months ago or weeks ago and that like i just have them there on my watch later and i want to watch them as soon as possible but fucking something has to pop up something gotta go something is not going right something this and that so yeah I, i'm sorry that i'm like rambling and stuff i'm just being honest with y'all i know i'm trying to put out content enough 
I will at some point. Uh, same on TikTok as well. I'm going to be more consistent on there. Uh, try to put uh, more content soon. I think I'm going to make like a list of what I could do for the month, some other ideas to do. Since football is going to be done, there's going to be probably more time for me to do episodes and involve other things around there. Um, so that is that. Um, but I will see you guys in a bit. Take care. See you guys in a bit. Take care. And I'm out. Peace out.